0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Holistic Sojourner podcast. I'm your host, Regis Cowan, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. Um, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about my quote unquote millennial life crisis, because I know so many of us out there are going through this right now, and it's not really talked about a whole lot. This is actually something that I focus on a lot in my coaching and with clients um, going through their life crisis, also known as the quarter life crisis. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. What my experience has been with the quarter life crisis usually starts around the age of 25. And so I just wanted to share with you my experience, what I went through, how I got through it. And what are some signs and symptoms that you can notice that might be showing up in your life as a life crisis? So before I jump in, I just wanted to remind you that if you have not subscribed to this podcast, please, please, please do Um, share it with other ladies or guys as well, if you're listening. And um, I am on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. So if you do like this podcast and this episode at the end, you can subscribe, write me a review, and let me know what you think. So let's jump right into what I call the millennial life crisis. Because our age group, which is about 25 to 34, most of us have had or are going through a life crisis right now. So I know most of you have heard of a midlife crisis, 45, 50, 55 years old, but a lot of people don't talk about the quarter life crisis that happens around 25, which obviously is quarter of a century. So what is a quarter life crisis? Well, it's kind of similar to a midlife crisis, but a lot of people don't really acknowledge it because they assume That because we are younger, that we have our whole lives set set ahead of us and we should not be in crisis about anything because we're young and we have opportunity and we have, you know, um, age on our side. At least that's what we're told at this point in time in our lives. Um, So quarter life crisis is just like midlife crisis. When you start questioning your existence and your purpose and everything you've done up until a certain point in your life and you may be starting to wonder like is this going to be how my life is for the next 40 50 60 70 however long you're going to be on this earth is my life going to be like this is this enough and what else is there out there you know is this my purpose is this my meaning so That's usually the questions that you start asking when you're going through a quarter life crisis. Um, So, and especially as a millennial, I mean, we're bombarded with so many different things. We have lots of technology and we have to deal with society pressure. If you're going to get married and have kids or um, if you're settled in your career by a certain time and all these things don't happen overnight and most of us have been sold this quote-unquote dream life and then we won't when we don't get it by a certain age is when we like start having a fit and wonder what the hell is going on so like most people i've started having that too if you didn't have a quarter life crisis great so happy for you but there's so many of us out there who are having them and suffering in silence and so If you feel like you are in crisis mode or nothing's going your way and you're questioning everything, just know that there are so many of us out here that are going through it and there's a lot of resources on it. You can find books that people have written about it and funny story that I didn't quite know what a quarter life crisis was when I graduated um, high school and college and so one of my aunts gave me a book about the quarter life crisis and you know as a graduation gift and so, silly me, I'm like, ha okay, you gave me a book for graduation. Thanks, whatever. Throw it in the back of the closet somewhere and maybe I'll pull it out one day. We'll see, right? Well, lo and behold, I ended up pulling it out anyway. But I totally forgot about that book when I was going through my quarter-life crisis. So, let me just start with my story, how it all began. So, it probably started when I was about 20 five twenty six I think I was somewhere around that age, and um at the time I had graduated high school. I went to college for a year. I went to Georgia Southern University, y'all y'all know that's the party school, so <laughs> didn't do well at Georgia Southern. um kind of got lost in the whole college experience. you know, I wanted to do things my way a certain way, and unfortunately. My family was not here for it. You know, I wanted to have my own car, my own place, and just have this whole independence. But I was still depending on my parents to send me money because I didn't have a job. So you know how that goes. You're independent, but you're not really independent. So down at school and, you know, not doing good. Grades are bad. Flunking out of school. And let me just, not to toot my own horn, but I'm a pretty damn smart girl. So it's not that I couldn't do the work. It was the fact that I didn't have my own independence as much as I wanted. And I wanted someone to give that to me and it wasn't happening right. So I decided to take matters in my own hands and just do whatever the hell I wanted to do. Which didn't turn out well as you can see. But So I was down there for a year. And once that year was over, decided to leave school, go back home. um, Because at that time I felt like college was just starting over from high school. I felt like it was the same thing and I was ready for some change. I was ready for something different. So I moved back home, stayed with my parents for a while, um, finally got a job. It took me a few months to, took me three months actually to get a job. So at first when I got back home to my parents house, I was like, hey, this is great. I can just uh, do me. I don't have to get up early. Um, I don't have to report to anybody. I don't have any work to do. You know, I can just live my life. Well, that doesn't really work too long in my household. So after a good month or 30 days of me just doing whatever, you know, my parents pretty much got on my behind and was like, okay, look, if you don't want to go to school, you have to get a job because if you're going to live in this house, you have to work. We have chores that need to be done. We have bills that need to be paid and you're an adult now. You can't just be living here sky free. Okay, cool. And after about 30 days, whatever money I had left from graduation and family, it started to dwindle anyway. And so if I wanted to go out or take the car, uh, somebody's got to put gas in that car and somebody's got to pay for you to go to the club if you're going out, if you're not standing in line to get in for free. So money started dwindling. So now I'm finally like, okay, I got to get a job because I just can't take this no more and I need my independence, right? Okay. So, anyway, 3 months finally get a job at a hair salon and I've always been fascinated or liked health, wellness, beauty. So, hair salon business, great. Why not? They were there were estheticians there, there were hairstylists there, and so it was it was a, a long journey that I enjoyed and I learned a lot. Um, it was a the hair salon. So I learned a lot about Ayurvedic medicine and holistic healing and wellness and all that good stuff. So fast forward about four and a half years down the line. I've been um, at this hair salon for a while now. i um, in a relationship that in my mind is going well. I'm thinking that it's going to lead to marriage, but it doesn't. And so it got to a point of... Me not knowing what to do next. I started to feel stuck. I was at a standstill. So I got immersed into the hair field and because I was into, you know, health and wellness, I started seeing all these stylists, you know, how they were changing people's lives just by, you know, doing their hair and they were traveling the world and making all this money. So I thought, well, hell, I can do this. I can I can do hair. Why not? Um, I could specialize in cutting. So I finally decided that I wanted to go to hair school. So getting enrolled in hair school, and because I still wanted to keep my independence, because I had my own apartment at the time, I had moved out of my parents' house. Um, so I was paying my own bills. I had a roommate, my sister, we lived together. And so I had to work and go to school. And I had to go to night school to do hair. And it was a struggle because I applaud you people who can go to work and go to school. I mean, I get it. It's something you have to be passionate about in order to do it. I learned that the hard way. Um, I was not passionate about hair. I thought I was. I'm passionate about health and wellness, but not hair. So I go to hair school at night. It's a struggle. Sometimes I go to class. Sometimes I don't. Um, So I'm upset about that now. You know, at this point at the hair salon, I'm the opening manager, and so I had to be at work at about 6.30 in the morning. That started to become a struggle. It started to show in my work, me getting to work late, me not being dressed appropriately, um, not being enthusiastic about my work, just kind of going through the motions because I didn't know what I wanted to do anymore. And here I am about to now drop out of hair school. So, left college at Georgia Southern thought I wanted to go to hair school went there for a little while left and so this is when like the crisis started happening not to mention my boyfriend at the time who was probably about 27 or so 26 27 um he was going through his own life crisis too now that I think back to it And so he was, you know, working a retail job and not satisfied with where his life was. You know, we had mutual friends who were buying homes and getting married. And, you know, here we are just like, okay, what's next? Like, what's the next move? How do I level up, so to speak? And so me being selfish and in my own mind, I kept thinking, well, you need to get it together because how are you going to buy me a ring and how are we going to get married and have this life, you know, if you don't? Have your shit together, so to speak. So I was upset about that because I was going through my own stuff and I didn't think it was fair for him to be going through the same thing. So lo and behold, he decides he wants to go to the military. Okay, great. Which he said he would never do, right? So eventually I settle into the idea of, okay, you know what? You're going to go to the military You know, we can possibly get married. I'll be a military wife. Um, You're going to go to Germany for two years. I'll be here waiting for you when you get back. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so that's his life crisis. Meanwhile, I'm going through mine thinking, okay, so I'm at the hair salon. I don't like working here anymore. The people are getting on my nerves. Me and my manager are having it out all the time. And I'm over my paycheck. You know, my boyfriend's going to Germany. I'm emotional. And not to mention, you know, the whole relationship with him going to Germany. Yeah, that just did not work. Long distance people, it's no joke, especially when someone is in a totally different time time zone and they're going to sleep when you're waking up. Like there's no time to talk um, when you're in different time zones and you have your own life and things to take care of. So between trying to get calls from him and being sad and emotional and upset about that, you know, that Playing into my work performance, and that turns into me getting written up, and you know, all this stuff is going on. And so, in the back of my mind, I know that I gotta get my shit together. I just don't know what to do, where to go. Um, you know, I, I'm not satisfied with the amount of money I'm making. Like, how are people living and working on this salary? You know, at the time, I think I was getting paid probably 10 or 11 dollars an hour, right? and so and I had a 401k and I had insurance so you know the money was coming out of that check. so I'm mad about that um, because I can't go out and do things I want to do without me you know worrying about the money I've got a boyfriend that's in Germany that's not really paying me much attention because hell he's in Germany and he does have to work and me not knowing my purpose or what I want to do because I've tried all these different things and it's not working so i totally understand where people are coming from when they say they feel stuck or they don't know what to do next or why is my life like this so this is how my quarter life crisis pretty much got sparked it was like every area of my life i was questioning you know i had done all this stuff and i wasn't where i wanted to be and i had been at this hair salon for four and a half years um so what I want you to know is that if you're in this situation, it's okay. You can get through it. You will get through it. And you can come out alive on the other side. There is hope, I promise. So my thing is, that's the gist of my life crisis story. Now, did I get out of it? As you can see, I'm here today. And yes, I did get out of it. I was able to get some clarity and and find my purpose and my passion and I'm doing it today but it was a process it did not happen overnight um backtrack real quick the top to top it all off the way that my life crisis really 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 happened or what I like to tell people this is your spiritual awakening this is the universe trying to get your attention that's really what it boils down to So I got fired from my job, obviously, because I was doing a poor job and I just had all this stuff going on and started to affect work. And they knew it and I knew it, but I didn't want to admit it at the time. And instead of me, you know, trying to figure out what I need to do, I just kind of let things happen as they happen thinking that I could just continue to go on like this until something gave like maybe my boyfriend proposed to me and sweep me off my feet yeah that fantasy never happened so ultimately I got fired from my job and I was like how am I gonna live how am I gonna pay my bills you know so again it was a process I had recently decided that I was gonna go back to school That's when I went back to school to be an x-ray tech, but I wasn't in the program yet. I hadn't got accepted. It was just like, we're going to let you go and you're going to, and you're going to have to figure out whatever you need to do for you. So here you go. Here's your pink slip and good riddance, figure it out, right? So that's what I had to do. I had to figure it out. So that's my version of the quarter life crisis or the quote unquote millennial life crisis because some of us are still going through it and it doesn't necessarily happen at a specific age. Um, I know people who are going through it in their 30s, you know, they're starting to have that I'm questioning everything because everybody's path is different, you know, depending on where you are in life right now, some people may have done what I call the straight and narrow Got out of high school, went straight to college, got a four-year degree, maybe went on to get a graduate degree, you know, probably married either your high school sweetheart or whoever you met in college. Y'all got married. By this time, you're probably like 25. That's like everybody's age where they're like, okay, now I got to get married and I got to have kids. So you probably took the straight and narrow path and you may be married and you may be married with kids. And even still, you may be questioning, like, is this my life? Is this all there is? Um, You know, I have a job. I've got a degree. And I've been in this job for X amount of years. And is it still filling me up? Is it my passion? Do I enjoy it? You know, what's going on at home? Am I happy with my living situation? Is this where I envisioned um, my life? And if you envision that for your life you may feel like, okay, what's next? Or you didn't think past the point of, you know, me graduating or getting married and having kids or or if you're not at that point, because I'm by no I'm not married and don't have children. And I'm almost thirty four years old and I never thought that I would be at this point. You know, I thought I would at least have a marriage, if not a child yet. So everybody's pathway is different. Even if you took the quote unquote straight and narrow path that society says you need to take you're probably still questioning everything too wondering you know why why do I feel this way and how can I get past this or get to the next level so I'm going to give you guys a little advice about how why this happens and what you can do um, to start getting out of your quarter life crisis if you're having one So the one thing that I learned going through this um, crisis mode is that it was a wake up call because that's what it is. And that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to wake you up because you're probably on autopilot or not living in reality or not living up to your um, purpose, You know, so many people think they know their purpose and your purpose can change throughout your life. It will continue to change. But if you're not living authentically, if you're not doing you for you, um, if you're not showing up to serve in some type of way, because that's ultimately what we're all here to do is to show up and serve in some form or fashion. um, You kind of get stuck on autopilot. And so the universe is trying to wake you up and get you to see that. I'm ready for you to move to the next level and you're kind of stuck here in this one little space. Um, So that's ultimately what it is. It's a wake up call. And a lot of people, I will say, get the call to wake up and you can try to, you know, stuff it back down, act like it's not happening. And that's usually when things kind of start to blow up. And it depends on your situation, how bad that blow up can be. You know, for me, my blow up was getting fired and like, oh shit, I need to wake up and get it together because <laughs> this is like really happening. Like you don't have a job, girl. How are you going to pay your bills <laughs> get it together? So it just depends. You know, it's just like some people who may be partying all the time, drinking and hanging out. That's a whole other story. Um, I did have a small bout with that. Not drinking all the time, but just hanging out, partying all the time, trying to, um, self-medicate the situation thinking it was just going to revolve you know resolve itself on its own um so you know it could it could get that bad to where you may have a drinking problem and it's showing up at work or you get a DUI sometimes you know we all have a spiritual awakening moment and some people are very stubborn and they have to literally get hit over the head before they finally get the aha moment. This is what the universe is trying to get you to see. So I want you to pay attention to that. If you're having this crisis, just know that this is a moment for you to really sit back, look at your life and think, okay, what's going on? Why is this happening? What am I not seeing? What do I need to pay attention to? Um, and you have everything in you that you need. You know, a lot of people think that there's someone out there who can fix it all for them or you know my therapist is going to give me the answers and you know granted, a therapist is great to have um someone to talk to an unbiased opinion you know to kind of help you through but they're not going to make the decision for you you know that's something that you have to kind of dig deep down inside of you to see what it is you want to do and what makes you happy so Those are some signs that you may be noticing in your life that will tell you if you're having a life crisis or not. And if you're not sure, you can always ask your friends, your family, you know, someone who's going to be honest with you. If they think that you are off your rocker and you don't, and you are all over the place, (laughs) they will tell you that you need to get your life together if they love you and care about you. So if you're not sure, ask your friends and family, because I promise you they pay attention Um, and know what's going on with you from the outside looking in. So if you think you're having a life crisis, just know that this is a time for you to figure out what's the next step for you and what you need to change because this is a time for you to step into your spiritual purpose. And at the time, I didn't know what that spiritual purpose was and it just wasn't clear to me but one thing I can say is that we all have this inkling of something inside of us that fills you up that makes you happy that lights you up instantly you know I always ask people like what is it that you could see yourself doing every day all day And not something that is like, oh, I just want to party all the time or I just want to sleep or, you know, I just want to live on an island and be rich. Okay, no, Mm -mm. that's fantasy land. We in the real world and you have a spiritual purpose and our spiritual purpose is to show up and serve. So the first question you want to ask yourself is, am I serving? How am I serving? And does it fill me up? If you can't answer those questions, then you got some soul searching to do. So, you know, I want to tell you how I started getting out of mine. Well, first, got fired from the job, right? Okay. Um, I'll try to keep this short because I went through a lot over eight to ten years, you know, before I feel like I finally somewhat figured it out. And it's a a process. So it started with obviously getting fired from the job and not knowing what to do next. Um, I enrolled in school. And then one of the biggest things that shocked me was when my grandmother on my mother's side, when she passed away, she's a very spiritual person. Um, We have intuitive dreams, my mother, my grandmother, and myself. So yes, I dream things all the time. And I call my friends and tell them about them. And they're like, I don't want to know, don't tell me. Because usually things I dream come true. So I had such a connection with her. And so when she passed away, it was like wait a minute, this person's not here anymore. This is who I connect to. And it got me, you know, just kind of diving into so many other things like life after death and psychics and spiritual awakenings and metaphysical things and um, crystals and just so many other things that I didn't have um, any type of grasp on or knowledge on, you know, because I grew up in the church. So those weren't things that we really talked about. So that was kind of the start of me finding my own spiritual purpose. I started diving into all these books and resources and reading about it and reading blogs and learning about astrology. So, you know, I advise anyone to kind of dive into those things and see what resonates with you. See if it gives you that aha moment, you know, at the end of the day, everybody's journey is going to be different. What resonates with you may not resonate with the other person. But until you start that process, there's no way for you to know what your spiritual purpose is or what it is that you need to be doing to show up and serve, Um, you know, because the universe is trying to get you to wake up and see what's going on. So I started diving into all those things. Um, One of my big um, influencers was Oprah. And again, y'all, this was like 10 years ago when Oprah had her Live Your Best Life series, y'all know it was on TV. She had all these spiritual people um, on her show that she was interviewing. And I just kind of really took to that and ran with it. And that's when I started, you know, watching her shows, reading about the people that she had interviewed and things that they were saying. And they were all kind of saying the same message. Like, that you have a purpose, that you're here for a reason and you need to figure out what that is and that sometimes the universe will do crazy things to you to get you to wake up. So, you know, whatever it is that you feel you need to do or to start doing to dive into that, you know, personal development is huge and it's something that I advocate my friends, my family, clients on. It's literally like the first step that you need to take to get out of this life crisis. Otherwise, things are going to just get worse. (laughs) Or there will get to a place to where you're just miserable and you can't deal with life anymore. You know, it may turn into depression. It may turn into anxiety. And so at some point, I would hope that you get fed up and say, you know what? I can't take this anymore. I got to do something. And so when you get to that point... Um, Just start diving into personal development stuff, you know, ask your friends, ask your family, go to the library, read some blogs um, to figure out what it is you need to do next. What's the next level up? Because at the end of the day, you know, going to a job that you hate, waking up every day, that's just no way to live. You know, for me, I enjoy being an entrepreneur, And, um, I do still have my nine to five because it supports my hustle, but ultimately I know that I want to be the entrepreneur full time because that's what fills me up. It lights me up. Like I could do this every day. I mean, I could stay up till one o'clock in the morning, writing a blog or recording a podcast. So you have to find out what that is for you that fills your spirit and fills your soul and that you could literally do it all day, all night and, and be good, you know, so I just wanted to share that with you all. If you feel like you need some assistance in finding your spiritual purpose or you're, you know, finding more meaning or more joy in life, um, I have created a ritual kit to kind of help you calm the life crisis. Because I know when you got all this stuff going on, you kind of forget to take time to really decompress, get your thoughts together together. Um, so that you can be stable and have a healthy mindset so I created what I call my comeback to heart center ritual kit and it comes with a meditation that I share with all my clients and my friends you know just <clears throat> how to quiet your mind and to get some clarity on your next move or what your spiritual purpose may be because if you got all this stuff going on in your mind there's no way you can hear what the universe is trying to tell you um, on what next steps you may need to take so it's called come back to heart center ritual kit it comes with a free necklace um, that you can put essential oils on because y'all know i'm all about essential oils they smell really good Um, they're relaxing they help with the nervous system and the limbic system Y'all don't know what nervous and limbic system is, then I don't know what to tell you. Look it up. (laughs) But I really like to help uh, use essential oils because it does help with, you know, clearing your mind and mood management. So it comes with a free necklace that you can put the lavender essential oil on that I have included in the kit. It is only $7.95, y'all. Shipping and handling. I do have to send it somewhere to your house. So $7.95. And it comes with a workbook that you can download that goes through all the exercises. I think I've included some affirmations in there as well as a worksheet for you to come up with your own affirmations, things that may work for you. Um, and, you know, this is just the beginning. So this is just something that I wanted to create that would be simple and easy for those of you who are feel like you're having a life crisis and you don't know which way to turn or you don't know how to calm yourself down. You know, this is like the first step. And I just kind of wanted to share that with you so that you can get a hold of your life crisis so that you can find your purpose and, you know, live your big, beautiful life that you are supposed to have. It's your birthright. And so um, I'm going to put the link in the show notes If you are interested, please, please, please check it out. Um, Again, it's only $7.95. comes with a workbook. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed making it for you guys. So I just want you to check that out. So that's my story of my millennial life crisis in a nutshell. Um, Again, I will share more about my crisis and how I got out of it. Um, also, I just recently created a Facebook group. Yay! Facebook group. Um, I wanted to reach out to more of you all who are going through millennial life crisis or you feel like you don't know your purpose. You may need some help finding it or just coping with life and things that you have going on. So I wanted to create a Facebook group. And it's called the Millennial Life Purpose Community so you can search for it on facebook Um, click add you know if you want to be added to the group and i will approve you so what we're going to be doing in the facebook group is just kind of going through um, what a life crisis is how to find your purpose things that you can do Um, i'll be sharing some spiritual and and holistic tools that i like to use that have worked for me Um, i'll be sharing more of my story We'll also have some exclusive content that will only be released in the Facebook group as well as any um, promos or specials that I have on upcoming courses or coaching sessions with me. If I do a free coaching session, you'll be getting first dibs on that in the Facebook group. So check me out on Facebook. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, it's at The Holistic Sojourner. Um, I'm also on Facebook as the Holistic Sojourner. And then the Facebook group is called Millennial Life Purpose Community. So I have enjoyed talking to you today about this. I can't wait to see you all in the Facebook group. If you have any questions or topics that you all would like me to talk about, if there's something specific going on that you want me to address, please let me know. You can submit a question and I can answer it for you on the podcast also if you join me in the Facebook group and you have questions that's where I will be doing um, direct answers if you have questions about anything and yeah also I have some interviews coming soon so stay tuned for that I'm gonna have some interesting topics to talk about Um, I'll be talking about life crisis and life purposes always and spiritual metaphysical holistic things too so because at the end of the day that's what it's all about y'all finding your spiritual purpose and waking up you know stay woke right so thanks for joining me for another episode of the holistic sojourner podcast i love you guys and i'll talk to you soon and see you in the facebook group have a great day